0: Hello and welcome to Real Horror Case Files, where I, Salva, tell you all about the most horrific and terrifying true crime and paranormal stories from around the world. Joining me, as always, is my co-host Chantal.
1: Hi, everyone.
0: How are you? Are you ready for today's episode?
1: I guess I don't even
0: know what today's. You don't know what today's episode is, and I. I did say that um oh let me let me shift my camera oh let me shift my camera over a bit. I shift oh wrong way. Okay, there we go. I'm centered now. <laughs> <laughs> um uh I did tell you last episode that I was really excited about this episode.
1: Yes, you did.
0: Yeah. And um I I know
1: I know. Last episode
0: we did at Annabelle. I don't know about this episode. Well, well, <laughs> this episode, this episode is is a doozy. Um, okay. Well, right, what is it? There's no like trigger warnings or anything. I do want to say though that if you do decide to look up the photos that I'm going to be talking about today, uh, set your own discretion. I'm I'm just going to leave it at that. There you go. Um, I am not responsible for, um, the images that you will see if you decide to look these up. So it's up to you.
1: You know what? I already have nightmares. So like, let's go for it. (laughs) Well, I had a nightmare last night that, um, one of the guys at our work put a pot on his head and then just started chasing us. But for some reason that was really scary. I remember waking up and being like, oh my God, that was scary. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You have the most, and we talked about this last episode about narcolepsy <laughs> and how your dreams are really, really Crazy. messed up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I woke, I went to bed,
1: and then I woke up like an hour later was like, oh my god, that was such a scary dream, and then like, I rolled over and went back to sleep, and then when I woke up this morning, I was like, why was that scary? And for some <laughs> reason, I was scared, but it wasn't like a scary dream.
0: That is so funny. Um yeah. Anyways, today uh it's uh sorry i just got distracted by the squirrel in the tree outside my window anyways (laughs) (laughs) i just saw something like black fly across and i'm like oh shit no it was just a squirrel um it's not Uh, a demon sally it's just not no um today we are going to be talking about uh, the murders of Andrew and Abby Borden and the infamous Lizzie Borden. Oh my
1: god, it's the Borden Axe murders!
0: <laughs> Honestly, and we've had this discussion about how we want to do these um, these shows, and when it comes to unsolved murders, I said I don't want to speculate who did it, or who I think, like what I think happened, if people are still alive and it's still very much an open case. But with this one, everyone's dead. Yeah. So let's speculate all we want. I, ha-
1: I love this, like, um cold case, I guess you could call it. True yeah, crime. It's I don't still know. Still not. It, but it's yeah. like, it's just, it's just, it's so interesting because. We know so much about it, yet we know so little about it. Yes.
0: Oh, goodness. Because, uh, I mean, we'll really get into it, but it's very much of like a he said, she said almost type thing. Or like a, well, I thought I saw him, or, you know, I don't know what happened to the dress, but, you know, it's, yeah. Yeah. So let's get into it because I'm excited. Yes, let's. I'm excited. So let's get into the life of Lizzie Borden. So, Lizzie Borden was born Lizzie Andrew Borden um, on July 19th, 1860 in Fall River, Massachusetts to Sarah and Andrew Borden. Now, um, Sarah died um, when uh, Lizzie was very young, and three years later, Andrew remarried Abby uh, Durfee Gray in 1865. So... Like Lizzie was like two when her mom died. So that's young. That is very young, Um, and I think back then, like if you had young kids, it wasn't very taboo to like wait very long before remarrying just because you needed someone to like take care of your kids, especially if your kids were very different back then. Yeah. So I I would (laughs) think waiting three years after Lizzie after, um, his wife had died to remarry was a pretty long time.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know much about, uh, like, the marital relations of that time, but that seems like a long time compared to other people we know of who Mm -hmm. had spouses passed and then get remarried.
0: Like, Like, usually it's months. Yeah. (laughs) So this was, it was a pretty long time, but, um... Andrew himself, he was a very successful businessman, um, and they were pretty well off, and um, he was able to take care of Lizzie, her older sister, Emma, and their stepmother, Abby, as well as uh, a few servants. Um, Now, Lizzie herself, she was very popular, and she volunteered a lot, but her father was very opposed to the idea, and they disagreed on quite a lot of things especially money um her and her sister didn't have a very good relationship with um their father and their stepmother um and they would actually just call their stepmother mrs borden and not address her as stepmother or mother despite like lizzie was three no she was five when um Andrew had remarried, because she was born in 1860, and he remarried in 1865. So, you know, all of of those years, she never called her mother or stepmother.
1: Yeah, but to be fair, five-year-olds are a lot smarter than people think, so she probably Mm -hmm. knew that this woman wasn't her mother. And depending on how this woman chose to raise them, they probably didn't see her as a maternal figure. So I could get, I could understand yeah, Yeah. um, why some people, maybe them, didn't really see her as their mother or stepmother or anyone in that kind of role.
0: Well, they actually worried that their stepmother's family would step in and try to take their father's money. And they would be left with nothing.
1: There you go. There are concerns all around. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, I mean, and I'm just setting up the scene for, like, how their life was before mm-hmm. the murders happened. Just to kind of give everyone an idea of um, maybe some possible motives towards uh, towards them. I'm not saying it was Lizzie. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if it's Lizzie, to be quite honest with you. I mean, to After be
1: I mean, from all the, like, I mean, obviously all the paranormal shows that I watch and a lot of the history shows that I watch, I don't think it was Lizzie.
0: No, I don't know. I mean, we'll get into it a little bit later on, but that's everyone. The The main thing is, like, Lizzie. That's the. I mean,
1: they made a, they made a whole song about it.
0: Lizzie Borden took an axe. Took an axe. Gave her father 41. Father. Wax. Yeah, something like that. And when she seen up. what she
1: had done, she gave her mother forty one. Forty one. Like yeah. yeah.
0: Um. Anyways, but so I'm just trying to set up the scene because, um, Lizzie, for, and just, uh, for the longest time and still is, um, the number one suspect of this case. So, I'm just trying to lay out the groundwork for everyone. Yeah. Um, so they were very worried that their stepmother's family was going to come in and take their father's money after he had died. Um, and cause I think Andrew was an older gentleman. He wasn't like young ish. He was an older gentleman. <coughs> um, but he, Andrew was very careful with his money. Like he would be considered a penny pincher um, if there w- was any. And it was a very controversial topic in their household. So, um, according to one source that I found, Andrew had actually gifted a house to Lizzie's half-sister, um, but not her and Emma, and that was probably but... one of the biggest fights that they had, was, like, you're gonna give our half-sister something, or I think it was something to do with, um, with, uh, Abby's, uh, sister or something like that, or, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's something to do with Abby's side, where Andrew had gifted them a house, and um, Lizzie and Emma, her sister, were very much like, why are you giving them a house and not us? Like, we're your children.
1: Yeah, not gonna lie, I think I'd be pretty mad too. I don't know if I'd murder anyone, but I'd be mad. <laughs> I wouldn't be happy, because I'd be like, yo, I, you raised me. Yeah. Why are you not you know, helping me out, what did I do to you type of thing, you mm-hmm.
0: know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean that that was just like the the I guess the main fight that they had, but it was always about money. They never got along. Yeah. I could I could understand that. Yeah. Because but, I, I mean, think in, in Lizzie. At the same times,
1: time I wouldn't be I'd be like, yeah, it's your money, do what you want. But yeah. I'd also be like, hey, like <laughs> what's up <laughs> oh, why did she get out yeah what's what's going on but then yeah. at the same time i'd just be like it's your money you do what you want
0: yeah but I but think also things lizzie, were different back then yeah i think to lizzie and emma's point too is they were rich like they uh-huh. were very well off and they're like why can't we enjoy it while we're still here like what's the point of trying to save up if you know, we're gonna, all going to be dead by the time we, we get to enjoy it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think they wanted to, um, and they were very popular in town, so I think they wanted to be seen as a high-class society family.
1: Yeah, because status kind of was very important. Back <laughs> yes,
0: at that time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that was their life, basically. Let's get into the murders. Okay. Let's. Um, I created a timeline of okay. the I'm days excited. leading up to and the days after. So, okay. on August 3rd, 1892, Lizzie tried to purchase, um, and I'm going to butcher, butcher this, uh, she tried to purchase prussic acid, which is a poison that's kind of like cyanide um and for those of you who don't know cyanide basically you know something is laced with cyanide if you smell like almonds or like um hold on it came up when when i was trying to look it up um yeah it it smells like almonds and that's how you know stuff is laced with cyanide, uh, cyanide. um
1: it's also a famous um device in the movies you know the spy takes the cyanide pill to, you know, keep the secrets from being
0: yes, yeah, um, put out into the open. Yeah. So Lizzie tried to purchase some of that. Um. Then on Thursday, August fourth, nineteen eighty-two, Mister Borden left home for business, leaving his wife Abby, Lizzie, and their maid Bridget Sullivan at home. Um, Emma, at this time, was away visiting other family members so she wasn't at home at all right when he returned home he decided to uh-huh. take a nap on the couch <laughs> Chantel I know <laughs> you you know what happens I know what happens and, and for i those was like that was mean, a that was a bad move shouldn't have taken the nap <laughs> I mean he's a hard worker He's a hard, he's a hard working businessman he's But also a I
1: mean I understand I take a nap like everyday <laughs> Life is hard.
0: Yes So um, at about 11.15 Lizzie discovered her father Dead Repeatedly struck in the head With a sharp object And this is according to her testimony
1: Could you imagine how traumatizing that would be I mean let's let's say she didn't do it how traumatizing it would be to find your family
0: like that. Here's the thing, though. I think – and I think this is, like, at fault – well, I wouldn't even say it's Lizzie's fault. People react differently to trauma. Like, they handle mm-hmm. trauma differently and, and very traumatic um, circumstances differently. So I think the way that she handled herself, um, like, finding the bodies during the court hearings and all that, I think – People associate that as her being, like, this cold-hearted, like, has no emotion at all, and automatically assume that, oh, she has no emotion, she, she you know, is doing this with a straight face, mm-hmm. um, she must be the murderer. Yeah, well, some people
1: laugh. Um, During, like, serious situations because it's just their trauma response.
0: That's just how they deal with trauma. But you also have to keep in mind, this is the 1800s. So they don't understand any of that. And they had a lot of
1: emotional repression, too.
0: Yes. Yeah. So I think um, Lizzie, her reaction to everything... Is maybe like her way of trying to like calm herself, and mm-hmm. because they were a public family, like they're a very popular family, they're very well off. I'm sh- and Lizzie was very popular, so I think she didn't want to overreact to give people, you know what I mean? Like she didn't like, want to, yeah, more to
1: talk about than they already did.
0: Yes, yeah, like she didn't want to, um, really give people something more to talk about but i guess she did it wrong because they really did have something to talk about after all that um so upstairs abby's body was found um even more mutilated um and the examination said that she was killed an hour or so before andrew this is according to the coroner's examination so, Lizzie... I wondered. Yeah, back in the
1: 1800s, right when this took place, mm-hmm. forensic science wasn't that great. So, how did they determine when somebody passed?
0: That is, a very I, that's something good I've
1: question. never. That's something I've never researched.
0: It is, and or any and of my even... history
1: courses I've had to do. But it's like I always wonder, like, how did they? How did they know? With like, obviously, they had some sort of way of telling, but. With the limited technology that they had, how would they know? You know, what did
0: they, Yeah. What I don't techniques know. did they use? I think they must have had like I, I really don't know, Chantal, because I am doing <laughs> I'm I'm researching another case right now. Sorry, I
1: always I always ask the hard questions.
0: No, I'm but it's like, it's you wonder I too, always like, ask the questions you don't know that you're you, like, I don't know. I, I really don't know. But like it's a good question because how would they do it? Before, before even DNA testing and all that kind of stuff, like yeah. how do they, how do they do all? Like it's just incredible to me. Um,
1: yeah, like but, how, like, and I wonder too, what's the margin of error for their techniques too? Because like even now today, we have a margin of error with the techniques we use. So like, what was the margin of error back in the day? Was it possible that she had passed after Andrew Borden and they just got the time wrong because of margin of error? Or, like, how, how accurate is that? These are the questions I have when we think but, of... And,
0: and this is, like, I think one of the main reasons why people are so fascinated with this case is because there's so many margin of errors and so many, like, oh, well, he said, she said type thing. Yeah, and there's a lot of like you really don't Yeah, you really don't happens. know. Mm-hmm. Because Abby, uh, um, Andrew could have been murdered before Abby. Mm-hmm. But according to this, they're saying that Abby had died hours before. About an hour or so before Andrew.
1: Right. And I wonder, like, how did, how did they know
0: that? I don't know. I don't know. Great question. Again, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Lizzie was in the house at the time mm-hmm. of the murders. Yeah. And this is where things get a little, like, are you sure you're not the murderer type thing? yeah um and and bridget, the the maid was was in her room on the third floor, resting and um, apparently vomiting after eating spoiled um, mutton stew. again yeah. if if you were in the house and these people were brutally murdered with an axe, how do you not hear anything?
1: But also, if you're sick,
0: like, I don't know about was other it people, just the, but when I'm not timing. feeling well,
1: I sleep, I sleep, I will sleep through anything.
0: I, I, like, like I've hear, had... Chantel, if you hear someone, yeah, be, but, like, yelling, like, a blood-curdling yell.
1: But you don't
0: know if he actually did yell. And that's the thing. But I think a lot if of people's point yell, is... But if things. he
1: didn't yell, because typically when you're hit in the head really, really hard, you don't yell he blood was curdlingly also sleeping. And he was also sleeping. So if he didn't yell, all you would have heard was the thumps, which is a little scary to think about. But, but if, if you're, you're if you're not feeling well, you're gonna sleep you can sleep through that. I've
0: been like sick before and slept through like I guess so crazy
1: thunderstorms before without even knowing that there was a thunderstorm.
0: Yeah, I guess so, but Abby was was murdered in the second floor bedroom. She was on the third floor. Yeah, there but still. A... I, don't, I don't know, Chantal. I'm just trying to, like, theorize here. I'm just...
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're <laughs> like, trying to like debunk it does... me right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, because it's just... I think about these things all the time, because people are like, oh, she would have, like, woken up. She totally would have woken up, but I'm like... If she wasn't feeling well, when you're sick and your body's recovering, you sleep like Mm -hmm. crazy and you can sleep through a lot of things. And especially because back in the day, who knows if like with the medicine that they had, if she took something, you know, she was like, oh, I'm going to take, I don't know. I don't know what they had. What was there? There were like eel pills or something. I don't know. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to take these pills to help me like get better and then it like is like a sedative so it knocks her out like we there's so many that... unknowns that we don't know about but and there's here's... so many like things that could be the theory that could be theories that yeah. are like possible so I don't want to say like oh she should have woken up when we don't really know if mm-hmm. she could have yeah but at the same time I don't want to say she wouldn't have woken up if she could have
0: it's hard to, it's hard to it's, say. Like, it's you know like what I a, mean. Yeah, like there's so many things you can speculate here. There's
1: so many, there's so many unknowns, too many unknown variables that it's hard to say whether, yeah, what could have happened versus yeah. what really happened. So
0: if, if Bridget was on the third floor, resting and vomiting, where was Lizzie? Said she was in the house. Where was she in the house? Yeah, like that too. Also, if Lizzie was awake, how come she didn't hear? How anything? come she didn't hear anything? But also not to not to like
1: not to defend her but i've heard loud bumps in my house before and have just been like that was scary i'm going to sit here and not investigate in <laughs> like there yeah. was one time yeah. cuz in my basement we have guitars hanging along the wall
0: mm-hmm.
1: um which is now a bedroom But the the guitars are still there and one day the rack that was holding the guitars kind of came came loose because the head shifts that holds the guitar and those kind of dropped a bit and the guitars fell onto the bed and made a loud thumping sound and i was in my room and my mom came up to me she's like did you hear that and i was like yeah, but I'm not going to go and investigate, That's crazy, <laughs> like, bro, and she was like, I want to know what it is, and she kept walking around, and then she was like, I can't find anything that's the source of the sound, and I was like, yeah, I'm I'm not hope about you, to, I hope I'm not, not about to go. a bat or something. No, 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 and it was quite loud, too, and I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not about that, I'm not going to go hunting for it, and then finally, she was like, oh, it was just the guitars, and I was like, Okay, I'm glad I didn't go looking for it, but I am <laughs> glad I know it wasn't a ghost, you know? Or something so like, worse. So, like, if, I mean, yes, it was, like, I mean, I don't even know how many times he got hit in the head. However many times he got hit in the head. And then to have her stepmother hit in the mm-hmm. head as we well, lots of times. Yeah. That's all. that's really weird. I don't know. Mm-hmm. To me, I'd be, like, I'd be scared and leave the house and, like, go find help. But that's
0: just mm-hmm. me. It yeah, that I wouldn't I
1: wouldn't go investigating is my point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> true point. True point. Okay, so quick Google search says that Andrew was hit about uh, ten or eleven times, okay. while Abby was hit um, about seventeen or possibly more times than that. So yeah. I I know Abby was struck more times than Andrew, which to me suggests that maybe the murder was had more hatred towards Abby, because yeah. the thing is, if you're if this is a crime of passion, and you're doing it because you're angry, you're just you're just going away right? Yeah. Like you have no, at that point, your adrenaline is going through you so much that like you have no like comprehension really of how many times you're doing things. But all you know is like, I hate this person so much that I'm going to just keep on doing it to get all of my anger out. Yeah.
1: The only thing is to, to do that. Right. And I get adrenaline is a thing that hatchets, axes or whatever it was are not light and that would be really heavy to i mean do once but then to go take it downstairs and do it a second time
0: take it upstairs because apparently andrew was murdered first and then abby so No, i thought you said abby and then andrew no andrew was murdered first and then they said uh oh wait hold on Yeah, if you told
1: me Abby was murdered first and then Andrew was murdered yes, after. Yes, sorry.
0: Yeah. Abby was murdered first and then Andrew. Which, because, and here's the other question too, How, if Andrew was in the house when Abby was murdered, how come he didn't hear anything? But he, she could have been murdered before he even got home on the couch to sleep. Oh, that's true. You know what I mean? So he, yeah. he she, they, whoever killed... Because there's no evidence that he went upstairs. He just went... He got home and slept on the couch. Yeah. Whether he did go upstairs or not, we don't know. But, I mean, if he came home, went upstairs, and saw his wife lying dead on the floor, he probably would have, you know, got... Left and tried to get help. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, for him... I think, I think, I personally think Abby was killed before Andrew even got home.
1: Yeah, I mean, it could be. I mean, she could have also been killed afterwards, too. I mean, like, see, that's the thing. Like, we just don't know, because it's weird that he, like, wouldn't be like, hey, I'm home. I mean, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I'm not in these people's shoes, so I don't know how they greeted each other. But he could have, like, why didn't he come inside and be like, Hey, I'm home, wifey. Kids, I'm home. You know?
0: It's it's a different time though, right? Like you we don't know. We really don't know. Like
1: I like I don't know. It would seem weird to come home and like not see anybody. You know what I mean? Like no wife, no kids, no no maid.
0: But maybe he did saw Lizzie and he just thought, Well I guess that's sufficient enough. Someone knows I'm home.
1: Yeah. Or he could have seen his wife and like, hey wifey, I'm gonna take a nap. She's like, cool, I'm gonna like go over here,
0: and then he takes I a think nap. Apparently, and then she one was is murdered, upstairs. Murdered. So she was upstairs in the guest bedroom, um, mm-hmm. fixing the bed, is what the what they said that she was doing. Right. Um, we'll get into it in a little bit.
1: So unless he came, because like, there's just so many unknowns. Because he could have come home and been like, hey. I'm going to take a nap, and she could have been like, oh, let me set up a bed for you, and then he sat down, fell asleep on the couch, and no, she
0: got No, there was another reason why she was fixing the bed upstairs, and I will get into it in a second. Okay. Um, so, there was no weapon found around the bodies, but there was an axe found in the basement, um, that is a sus- the suspected murder weapon. um, Also, Bridget, around this, like, on this day, was apparently reported seeing, um, leaving the house, carrying an unexamined parcel. Whatever that means.
1: Okay, but that's, that's not suspicious. People mail things all the time. It's the only way you can send things out in that time. They didn't have cars to drive out and go to your local Walmart to get stuff.
0: (laughs) yeah but if it's on the day and around the time of the murders, you're gonna, yeah, look, at that mm, you're gonna yeah. look at that too. you're gonna look at that Chantal you're gonna you're gonna tell mm. me a police officer isn't gonna ask questions about that.
1: They're gonna ask questions, but I don't think that would be my main concern. That's all I mean. like sending a parcel isn't that suspicious, like that's just not that odd to me. I mean, I'd be like, "Hey, what are you mailing?" And they'd be like, "Oh, gumdrops or something." And I'd be like, "Okay, cool." <laughs> I, mean, I wouldn't look at it. I wouldn't look at it too closely unless the evidence took me there. I don't think.
0: I don't know. I I don't think so. I think they would question that, and and mm-hmm. I don't think like... it's that suspicious. Well, in the context okay. of the
1: time period, I don't think it's that suspicious. Like. It would be, it would be, I feel like it would be one thing if it was like, oh, the parcel was dripping blood, like, what the heck, but it was just a parcel.
0: It was unexamined, so they don't know. It could have been.
1: Yeah, but, like,
0: who knows?
1: Like, you're not gonna, like, ship a bloody axe somewhere
0: to get rid of the or, murder weapon i don't know who knows who yeah knows? but they found
1: the they found the suspected murder weapon so like suspected obviously it was the murder
0: that. weapon they didn't say for sure that that was the murder weapon it's yeah, suspected but to were, be. Were, yeah but there the were there were here's the thing blunders
1: in this there were a lot of blunders in this case so we can't yes. say one way or the other whether it was or wasn't also, but i also here's i the also thing. don't think it's that suspicious to send a package
0: the suspected murder weapon was an axe found in their basement now, really think about the times back then. Every single household had to have had an axe in their house to cut firewood, to light fireplaces, to, to you know, be warm. Now, you look at the date, that doesn't make sense either way because this took place in August. But, no, but you still would have had an axe in your house because f- for firewood. Yeah, so... So I'm
1: forget-
0: just saying the suspected murder weapon was an axe found in their their basement it didn't they didn't say it was bloodied up or anything and even if it was maybe the murderer had cleaned it up really really well and it was fine but it's only a suspected murder weapon because it could have been something else could have been yeah it could have been a kitchen those big um butcher knives
1: yeah which is why i'm saying like i don't think the parcel is too suspicious. It could have literally been anything and just her sending the parcel. is not, to me, not immediately suspicious. It's weird, but it's not suspicious is all I'm saying. Cause I'm, I'm like, like, I'm like, there's so many, there's so many other things it could have been mm-hmm. cause like, w- like, why, why would you send mail after you just, you know, unaligned someone? That's just weird to me to, for that to be your first thought as a countermeasure. Be smart one though, actually, but I mean, not really because you can trace that back to original sender. You could, so (laughs) yeah. But like, so like, I just think it was just a regular package, and it was just a coincidence. I don't know. Just because there's so many, like, there's so many other things that make more sense than them having a suspicious package that could possibly have Mm -hmm. some weird stuff in it. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah. Again, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm just laying out all the grounds here. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, a few days later, after the murders, Lizzie apparently burned a dress that she claimed was stained with paint. Okay. Now, police suspected Lizzie right away, but she was not taken into custody.
1: Okay. I wonder why they suspected her. What made them think? Oh yes, Lizzie is the
0: one. Because she said she was in the house when it happened, and she just so happened to burn a dress that she said was covered in paint. Yeah, and also she had a hatred towards her father and her stepmother. I don't know, Chantel. What would make you think someone was suspicious?
1: (laughs) Not that. I wouldn't like. I wouldn't immediately be like, "Oh, she's the murderer."
0: Again, Chantal, It's the I think Chantel. it's weird. Again, I think it's weird,
1: but but I wouldn't be like, Oh, she's the murderer.
0: Chantal. I would definitely someone, bring her in
1: for questioning, no doubt, but I wouldn't be like, Oh jump to she's the murderer right away.
0: When when someone dies mm-hmm. they automatically assume Well, okay, I'll just say when um a married man dies or when, when someone married dies, they mm-hmm first suspect that they have is the spouse. Then they yeah. also look at the children. Because again, the children could also be the murderers. Yeah,
1: but I mean, I don't think it's that, like, I don't know, I think it's just, this whole case is very much a, um, they assumed one suspect, that so much so that they didn't even look at anybody else, and I think they like pushed their evidence to fit their theories rather than looking at where the evidence actually took them. Mm-hmm. Cause yes, it's weird that she, um, burned that dress, but also if she was home and she didn't hear them being murdered, regardless of whether she had a good relationship or not, she'd probably feel guilty if she didn't do it. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: She'd be like, well, I was right there. I didn't hear it happen. I found them trauma response. So she probably wasn't thinking clearly
0: mm-hmm.
1: and was like, oh, this dress is dirty. I need to get rid of it.
0: I guess. I don't know. I like like I, I said, just... there's so much there's so
1: much unknown. <laughs> there's just so much unknown um things that we don't know. And yeah. there's like so many theories that it could possibly be. Um I know who I think did it. <laughs> I know who I think did I... it. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. I just, I just, I can't, I can't say one way or the other because there's so many possibilities.
0: Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And
1: it's like hard to point the finger at one person because you think about, let's say like Lizzie as
0: the mm-hmm.
1: murderer and you're like, well, the evidence fits, but it's also like they kind of made the evidence fit her. I think so. Right. And then you'll look at somebody else. Cause you'll think, well, this this really weird piece of evidence which is kind of crucial doesn't fit her and then you'll look at somebody else you'll be like but it fits this person but everything else doesn't fit this person
0: you know it's just
1: weird It's it's just it's just weird it feels it feels very much like they they didn't let the evidence actually speak for itself
0: wow Let's... Anyways, I have strong feelings
1: about this case.
0: <laughs> no, absolutely, and I I love it. I love this conversation that we're having because it's it definitely like gives multiple sides and multiple perspectives, and not pointing the finger at one particular person. Even though we do know, we do have our feelings about who we think it is. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the trial. Now, here's okay. the the problem with this. Here's the other problem with this case. Oh, the about. trial was like a mess. I remember I remember reading a bit about this. Like, oh god. <laughs> The problem with this is that, of this case, is that when people found out about the murders, everyone and everyone's cousins, uncles, sisters, brothers, neighbors just walked into the house Mm -hmm. and tampered with evidence. They obviously did it unintentionally, but now... Because it was a
1: very different time and they didn't have the same understanding of forensics as we did, but...
0: Yes, yes and that is the huge issue with this case because literally anybody could have just picked up something and been like well i guess this is the murder weapon i'll just put this in my pocket and give it to the police later or you know and then they forget about it and you know mm-hmm. next thing you know now they think that the murder weapon is an axe that they found in the basement but you know who knows again who knows? who knows um and that is the biggest problem with this case is that everyone went and just walked into the house and and mm-hmm tampered with evidence um, and this case became very popular in the town of River, uh, Fall River mostly because the family was very well off um, and they were people that they couldn't believe you know the people couldn't believe that the family um, like that would be part of something so horrific you know what I mean yeah. Like it's, it's you know when you hear of like your favorite celebrity dying it's like well no you can't they can't they're not they are like yeah. you know that's that was like their they they're seen as like this um ideal family i guess i'll say that everyone looks up to so yeah
1: and it he, probably doesn't help the, the the fact that the police probably wanted this to be solved quickly because of the popularity of the yeah. family
0: and I think that's why people would just go up to the murder, because they wanted to see, they wanted to uh-huh. to find out what was going on. Which is kind of sad,
1: <laughs> to think that that's like, you're like, oh, somebody got murdered, let's go take a look at the murder scene and walk through it, and like, that's kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, um, on December 2nd, 1892, Lizzie was um, indicted, and her trial had finally begun in June, um, but she did not take the stand. Um, the testimonies and evidence was provided, um, inconclusive. Okay. And Lizzie was acquitted of the murders on June 20th, 1893. To me, that makes sense. Like, yeah. I know that
1: there was a lot of politics involved in this trial as well. Um, but at the same time, just from, from what we've heard of the evidence so far i it's like hard to say i can't say a hundred percent that it was her
0: Mm -hmm. um and nobody else was arrested or tried for the murders and the case to this day remains unsolved Mm -hmm. so let's get into the suspects
1: (laughs) yes let's let's
0: let's get into it (laughs) the first suspect is of course lizzie um, mm-hmm. she was supposedly there When the murders happened, which I think wa- Is why the, the I could see why people
1: would Immediately suspect her, but at the yeah. same time We don't know where she was in the house yeah. Like, she could have been in the basement I mean, I know that's where the hatchet Or the axe was found, but she could have been, like Trying to look for something in the basement She could have been on the third floor She could have been, I don't know, anywhere Right? So it's yeah. like, it's hard to It's hard to, like, say <laughs>
0: But, and these, these are questions, too, is um, just to kind of maybe get into their heads of why they think it was Lizzie, is why was she buying poison the day before the murders?
1: See, I think she intended to use poison, but then somebody beat her to it. That's my thought. Like, she wanted him gone because he you know, was a bit of a penny pincher and she deserved... She thought she deserved more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like she intended to use the poison, but... Um, somebody beat her to it, yes. is my
0: thought. I think so, too. Or I think she was somehow involved, um, but not, not... Not the direct yes perpetrator yeah yeah um also why does she just burn her dress a few days after Mm -hmm. that's the biggest thing too is like if you're not like that just makes you more suspicious because you're like are the police will then look at you and be like are you getting is that really paint or are you getting rid of a dress that's covered in blood um uh, you were saying it was suspicious that she um it's suspicious that that she burnt the dress because then the police are going to look at you and be like, was that really pain? Like, you said it was pain. Yeah, but like, I, I get, I get really being pain?
1: suspicious, but also at the same time, we have to understand this was probably traumatic, and people yeah. do weird things when they have trauma, but also people do really smart things to hide evidence as well. Yeah. So there's like, you know, there's a catch-22 there, like, it could be, it could not be.
0: We'll right? never know. Um, one day, one day, maybe
1: we'll go and ask.
0: Here, here's the other thing too: is, um, it was alleged that mm-hmm. her her father was physically and sexually abusive to her, and she may have hit a breaking point. But, however, and I, this is this is a huge thing. There is very little evidence to actually support this. I'm just right. I'm just putting out the theories out there. Yeah. But, who knows? It could have happened. We don't, again, it's it's Yeah, all, we don't, there's we so no that we know for sure. Yes. Yeah. We don't, we, we do not know. Um, she also feared that Abby's family would come and take her family's fortune, and she mm-hmm. and her sister would be left with nothing. So I guess maybe she had thought that if she got rid of Abby, then that would get rid of the problem. But then she's like, okay, well, if I get rid of Abby, then I gotta get rid of my, you know, my dad because
1: Yeah. You know, it's it, a, it's it's a messy situation. It is.
0: Yeah, very messy situation. Um author Ed McBain speculates that Lizzie was caught with Bridget having an affair with Abby. So So wait, wait, wait. So, sorry. Lizzie? Sorry.
1: Lizzie, Lizzie and Bridget. We're and then having. Abby walked in and saw them. It was yeah, like, yes. Sorry, the heck? I worded okay. that wrong.
0: Um, he speculates that Lizzie w- was caught with Bridget having an affair by Abby, and this is the theory that Lizzie and Bridget were lovers. But I which don't is, know if that's which is true funny or not. because
1: they're they're they did a TV show about this, which was my first introduction into yes. this case. Um, and in the show, that's what they posited as well, that Lizzie and the maid, Bridget, were together.
0: Which, you know, it could but happen. But there's also,
1: it could happen, but also there's no real
0: evidence to support There is no evidence. So he believes that Lizzie killed Abby with a candlestick. Um, and okay. And then when her father returned, she confessed to him, but then killed him with a hatchet.
1: But why switch the murder weapons, first of all? Because that's just one more thing to clean, but I guess if you're scared and don't know what to do. But also, like, why would he be on the couch?
0: She posed him there?
1: Yeah, but you would think that if she had to pose him, the patterns would change. Like, you know, the patterns of being hit... Yeah. Would be different.
0: Again, Chantal, this is the 1800s, so. No, I know, but it's like, it's just, yeah. it's just
1: there's so much to think about because you would think that, like, you know, when you hit someone and you hit them hard enough to, you know, unalive them,
0: mm-hmm. there's going to
1: be splatter. And that splatter, if you're in a specific position, is going to be in a specific spot. Yeah. So if you move them and pose them, then you would know that they were moved and posed.
0: Mm-hmm. Again, all speculation. Yeah,
1: again, all speculation. <laughs> like it's it's hard it's hard to say because I mean obviously our sciences and forensic sciences and stuff have yeah. progressed, but it's it's also just it's also just weird that that's a theory to me because
0: like, well, so as part far of- as I know,
1: in all historical sources, like I mean relative historical sources that i've seen there's nothing to suggest that
0: bridget and lizzie were a thing there wasn't no and it seems like this was
1: just a theory that someone came up with as a possibility
0: yeah um well and the other thing too is he also speculated that um bridget had later got rid of the hatchet and that would explain her leaving the house later that day with the package in her hands. Yeah, but then
1: where did the second hatchet come from? Because they found right? in the basement, right? So yeah. would Bridget have... So that would be weird because if Bridget would have had to leave with the hatchet,
0: come back with a new but, one. So a hatchet is more handheld, an axe is the one with the longer handle. yeah. So maybe they just, they had an axe in the basement and the hatchet was something that maybe they had next to the fireplace to cut smaller pieces oh, of true, wood I to guess. put next to the, to the fire, to put in the fire. I guess, but, but then you're right. That like, would
1: be, that would be a weird looking package.
0: Yeah. Because you it was can't, unexamined. Like they don't know.
1: It's hard. It's hard to put like a, like you would have to break the axe to put it into a package.
0: Again, we don't know. Or
1: put it in a really long package and that's just really obvious. (laughs) To walk out with a package that's like four foot long, I mean I don't know axes, I don't think they're four feet long,
0: but you know. No, but if it was a hatchet, it would be more like this big I want to say. Yeah, but if they
1: found found a hatchet in the basement.
0: No, they found an axe in the basement. Oh, okay. He's saying that she killed him with a hatchet.
1: Oh, okay, I see. I had it mixed up. I was like... I was like, they got rid of the
0: axe.
1: That's really yeah, yeah, no, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, but yeah, still, that's just a. I don't know. I feel like that's a bit of
0: a. a I think it's bit a bit of, of a stretch. stretch. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a
1: theory. That's for sure not my favorite theory.
0: Yeah. Our second suspect That again, Lizzie was the only one that was actually under trial, or and nobody else was arrested for this case. Which,
1: which is like. For me, at least, a little bit odd, because like, it doesn't matter like like who we suspect. I feel like every single person who's involved should be looked at equally, mm-hmm. um, and it doesn't seem like they did that. It seems like they focused everything on Lizzie, which is yeah odd. <laughs> but yeah. I understand why. It's eighteen hundreds. Like it's like they were like, some, we're going to go with the most obvious one. But at the same time, I'm very much like, everybody should be looked at equally because everybody Mm -hmm. is equally a suspect because they could have done
0: it. Well, and here's the other thing that I think, again, I don't think Lizzie did it. And I think the reason why she must have been so calm throughout the whole thing is because she knows that she didn't do it. And she's not going to back down with it.
1: And I feel like, too, like, especially because she bought the poison. She might have already come to terms. With everything yeah so she probably was like calm because of that
0: yeah because she was on trial for the murder of her of her father and and stepmother with where the weapon was an axe weapon mm-hmm. and she, I feel like she didn't do it yeah and i feel so like she, she
1: was some calm. intention
0: yeah but
1: somebody beat her to it at least that's what i feel yeah And I feel that she was calm because she had already come to terms with the fact that he was not gonna be around.
0: Yeah. Um, so our second suspect is John. Yes. Is John Morse. Now Okay. Here's (laughs) who I think did it. (laughs) (laughs) You wanna know who I think did it? Um, I just, here's I think he's so thinking.
1: suspicious. He's so suspicious. Like, oh my God. Okay, sorry.
0: So John Morris, he is the maternal uncle who rarely spoke to the family. Um, but he had business ties with Andrew. So yeah. um, because of this, he was staying in the house the night before the murders. I, I guess he had some, some business with Andrew. And so he just stayed at the house. There was a time between 9 and 12 of him not having any kind of alibi. Yeah. And and the alibi he did have was the doctor who was at the Borden house at that time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's just So he lied
0: about his alibi.
1: Everybody seems suspicious in this case, but to me... He is so suspicious. Like everything everything about him, like everything about this whole story is crazy to me. That fact that they didn't look at him as hard as they looked at Lizzie. Like whether whether she did it, whether he did it, it's just weird that they focused on one person when everybody else was like just as suspicious. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's crazy to me.
0: Yeah. So according to Lizzie, Morse knew about Andrew's will, and it mm-hmm. gave him it gave him more motive to kill him since he had, um, Morse had a failing livestock business which Andrew was I guess involved in in some kind of way. So, okay. um, I'm assuming they had some kind of fight, and this really few, uh, fueled Morse, and so. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he was also apparently a trained butcher and used a butcher's knife to kill them. Not a hatchet, not an axe. It was a butcher's knife because you could still do quite a bit of damage with a butcher's knife. Have you seen a butcher's knife, Chantel? Yes, I have. And it's much, and
1: even though they're huge, it's much more portable than like an axe or a hatchet.
0: Yeah. Also, he could have, he could have hidden that anywhere. If he's a trained butcher, who's to say that he just doesn't have those tools in his briefcase because yeah, that's just part I of... I mean, I don't know what
1: butchers do, but, like, I'm assuming they have their own knives that they take with them because that's, like, part of your business, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, authors Rich Little and Beverly... Falstad believed that John killed the Bordens within the hours that he was missing in his story. So, um, as I said before, he was a business partner with Andrew and and this is like what they this is part of like their in their book that they wrote that he was a business partner with Andrew and they had gotten into an argument because Moores had been losing money with the livestock business. And mm-hmm. out out of rage, he killed Abby while she was in the upstairs guest room that he was staying mm-hmm. in. And that's why I said she was in there getting ready or she was cleaning up because he was staying there.
1: Because he was staying the night, yeah.
0: So she was the one cleaning up the room. So he killed her in that room mm-hmm. um, that he was staying in. And he left the house to go find an alibi. Now Morse told the police that he was visiting his niece at the time of the murders and went back to the boarding house at about noon, but then the story later changed to be at um, eleven thirty, and then changed again to eleven twenty. So his his story keeps changing. Yeah, although time, I'm
1: really bad with time, so I could understand the time constantly changing.
0: Sorry, I thought I heard something But I'm gonna close my curtain for a second here Because it's dark and it's like really creepy and I'm scared Okay, <laughs> sorry
1: um, But like, yeah, like I'm really bad with time So I'm like constantly changing time Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know But also at the same time, I just find it very weird That he left, went to his niece's house And then came back in such a short amount of time because, like, yeah. okay, it's the 1800s, they didn't have cars. Yes, they had, like, horses and stuff, right?
0: hmm
1: But how long would that have taken him? Like, how far did his niece live to go there, say hi, visit her, you know, maybe have a cup of tea? I don't know what they did to, like, visit. If it was just a hi, okay, cool, bye. <laughs> but I'm assuming they would have had a conversation yeah, And then to make it back to the Borden house. So he said he left at, what, 9? Yeah. So nine, 10, 11, that's two hours. So if he got yeah. there at 11, 12, 12 would be more believable to me because that's three hours. Yeah. But that's still, like, weird. Like, it takes that me was 20 he minutes wished, to, walk, yeah. to walk to the end of the street. I mean, not that long. But it takes me... A bit to walk to the end of the street. It takes me yeah. a couple minutes to walk to the end of the street, but to walk further than that to get to your niece's house, that mm-hmm. could easily be a forty-minute walk. hmm So forty minutes there, forty minutes back. I mean, this is all speculation, but
0: yeah. like, it's you know what I mean? All this stuff. Up, this
1: this stuff just takes time. Yeah. <laughs> so like, it's not adding he, up. How did he do that so quickly? Unless she was like their neighbor.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's just not adding up. So his niece told police that Morse had left as Dr. Bowen had arrived to her home to check on a sick family member, but Dr. Bowen was already at the Borden's house by 11:32 according to police on the scene. So
1: Oh. I said that's a mind that's math right there. So <laughs> trying to here. figure out. So he so he so the doctor was at the house at eleven thirty already proclaiming the Bordens dead.
0: Yeah, like he had just this arrived doc- to the house at eleven thirty two.
1: And this is why it makes like Mr. Moore's Morse um story so weird is that he was like, Oh, 11, twelve. No, 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 eleven thirty. No, eleven twenty. So he was there before the doctor got there. Yeah. So then he couldn't have possibly been there at 12.
0: No, because he said, because his niece said that the Morse had left just as, um, she told the police that Morse, her -hmm. uncle, had left Mm -hmm. just as Dr. Bowen had arrived to her home to check on a family member. And going back to your theory about how long it takes people to travel back then, according to police, by 1132, Dr. Bowen was already at the Borden house.
1: So then where was Morse? Where was he in that time?
0: We don't know. He had no alibi. He kept lying about who his alibi was saying that it was the doctor when clearly it wasn't the doctor. Yeah. Because let's just say that the, the he left as the doctor was coming in, right? Yeah. To his niece's house.
1: The doctor would have seen him and would have been like, yeah, I saw Morse. Yeah. And
0: but he was leaving. If the doctor's saying, I was at the Borden house, and if the police officers there were saying that the, he was at the Borden's house by 1130. Mm-hmm him saying that he
1: arrived at 12 the first time is really weird
0: yeah and, and then, then change it to eleven thirty, and then change it again to 11 because then if he like
1: let's say it's 11 30 right he would have gotten there and the police and doctor would be there yeah if it's 11 20 he would have gotten there before they did right or just as they were arriving
0: but here's what I think, too. If the police let it slip that, oh, well, you were there, so you saw the doctor there at 1130 because the doctor got there at 1130, he could have been like, oh, no, actually, I got I was there at 1120.
1: Before anybody showed up, yeah.
0: To cover his ass.
1: Yeah. See, this is why I think it's so suspicious. Every time I hear this story, I'm like, this man is so suspicious. Yeah. Because, like, didn't he also, like, go out of his way, like, I feel like I remember reading something about him going out of his way to say hi to people and, like, learn their names so that he could have an alibi. Um, yeah. I oh, think sorry, so. I, I don't I don't think I have Scotland. that in my
0: thing, but... Um... But, yeah. like,
1: I remember... I think it was on one of the paranormal shows I was watching, but I also remember, like, researching it because I thought that was, like, really weird. But he... I don't remember what it was, but he went out of his way to learn people's names so that he could be like, yeah, I knew I saw this person here at this time, so it couldn't have been me.
0: Like, that's really... I don't know. I don't know. I know.
1: It's just, he seems super, he seems super suspicious. Yeah. Because he's got, he's got so much missing time. His profession is something to do with...
0: Me. Cleavers.
1: Meat cleavers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he could easily, he had enough time easily to hide the weapon and to get any evidence on himself off and to, you know, try to find an alibi. And he has so much missing time.
0: Mm hmm. It's
1: just so suspicious. Oh my God.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, so. Little, the author, believes that Morris had ki- had to kill Andrew since he would have known it was him who killed his wife, and that was the motive why he killed Andrew. Um, Little also spe- speculates that Morris was having an affair with Bridget, and he was sleeping in her bedroom the night he stayed with the Bordens. Now, Morris decided to go back early to the house to spend time with Bridget but instead found Abby in the guest room, which I guess would cause him to kill her and then kill Andrew. Um, Little believes that Bridget knew about Morris killing the Bordens and didn't say anything about it to hide their affair. I think that's a that, more plausible... That makes, that
1: makes more sense to me than Lizzie and Bridget together.
0: Yeah. But that makes, that
1: makes so much sense.
0: And here's the thing, I don't think Lizzie would have been like like I don't think Lizzie wanted to really get involved with it because again she didn't really like her father and she didn't really like her stepmother, so she's uh-huh. like, Okay, well they're out of the picture, so that's it.
1: Which is why I I believe that like Lizzie had intended to use the poison because I mean it's something we see in shows all the time, like you know, forensic files and like all those shows. Where they say that women tend to be less violent. Women can still be violent in their yeah. murders and stuff like that, but they tend to be less violent than men do. And this seems like a very violent crime. Not that she couldn't have been violent, but statistically, yeah, women tend to be less violent. So, mm-hmm. to me, it seems... Especially because she went and bought the poison. What was the point of buying the poison? She didn't buy it. To she, tried, she tried to oh, buy it. Oh, she tried it. to buy it, but it wasn't successful. But, yeah. like, still, it's like it's it's weird to me that she had other options open to her. Mm-hmm. And it's just very odd to go from, oh, I'm going to poison someone to, I'm going to use a hatchet.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, immediately.
1: Like, within a day. You know what I mean? Less
0: so, I think pounds. her...
1: Yeah, I think her intention... Was to use the poison.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then Morse. Comes along and. Does He's the deed. It. Which is why Lizzie wasn't that shocked. I find why she was so calm. Was because she had already come to terms with the fact that. This was going to happen one way or the other. Just it just so happened that somebody else. Took care of it. Yeah. Not to be crass. But. <laughs> yeah, I feel but like. I feel like. But, yeah. That's. That's at least what I think. I think she was, like, fully prepared to do it herself, but then someone else mm-hmm. beat her to yeah. it, and that's why she wasn't as, you know, emotional as some people probably expected mm-hmm. her to be, you know?
0: Yeah. So the third suspect is Bridget Sullivan. Um, the, the the theory behind it is that she worked with Lizzie, um, to help her, possibly even take off the dress, change quickly, because you have to think back then. Taking off on uh, those I mean, dresses, but,
1: yes, it was a lot of work, but it was very possible to do it yourself.
0: Yes, but if it you was, wanted to was... do it, if you wanted to do it quickly,
1: yeah, but you could still take it off quickly. Yeah, because it's the eighteen hundreds. A lot of the times, especially in houses where you're not, like, the 1% where you're not super rich. Like, yes, they were rich, but they weren't, like, high, high, high society rich. Mm -hmm. And they only had one maid. So most likely, these girls, yes, they could have had help from Bridget, but most likely, they knew how to put on and off the dresses themselves. So it's very possible that Lizzie could have done it on her own. But it's Mm -hmm. also very possible that Bridget could have helped her just for speed. Like, it's hard to say one way or the other. I keep... I keep playing devil's advocate, which sucks because <laughs> I hate playing devil's advocate, but <laughs> yeah.
0: But sometimes you have to with these cases because you want to look yeah. at all sides, right? Because it's like, it's it's
1: important to understand that, yes, it, like, a lot of the times these stresses were difficult to put on and off without mm-hmm. help, but it was also very possible to do it without yeah. help.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she was, again, recovering from an illness when the murders happened, um, why didn't she hear anything when it was happening if she was in the house? And we've already talked about this, so we're not going to repeat it. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> at great length. Um, and the we other question, about this. the other question with Bridget is, what was she carrying in the package? That you know, it could have been a hatchet. Who knows? Again, we don't know. It could
1: have. It literally. could have been. been
0: it could have been the butcher's knife. Here's what I think. It could have been the butcher's knife. I think she was working with Morse. and if Morse had killed Abby and Andrew with the Butcher's knife, maybe he gave it to Bridget to take away.
1: See, that's what I feel. Like as much as I'm like, oh, this package isn't really suspicious. Um, it's weird that that, that like
0: it's weird no that they pointed weapon, out that it was
1: just gone. Yes. and it's so weird that's that it's a notable
0: point that people yes. noticed because if it wasn't right? that notable, it wouldn't be here yeah in the story. you know what I mean like it if yeah. it was for them to say she was carrying a suspicious package out of the house the day of the murders like that has to be something. yeah and I think she was covering Morse's ass and taking the butcher's knife out of the house.
1: Because see, I think it's very plausible that she didn't hear the murders, whether I think that's ha- that's what actually happened.
0: Or she knew no. that it was going to happen.
1: I don't think that she just didn't hear the murders. I think it's possible she didn't, but I feel that um, Lizzie wasn't involved. Sorry, my stomach is like growling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I I, yeah, I don't think Lizzie was directly involved. I feel like Lizzie was like trying to do her own thing and then this just so happened to happen um but I think it's more likely that Bridget and Morse were in on it together because mm-hmm. it's just it's so weird how like everything lines up like yes it's weird that you know Lizzie was there and didn't hear anything but she could have just very well have just kept her mouth shut like she yeah. could have seen something heard something and was just like um So I just, it's just, it's just everything aligns too nicely to Morse. Because he, to me, is the most suspicious one. Like, Lizzie, yes, has, like, a lot of things that she did that were suspicious, yes. But I find Morse to be way more suspicious than her, in my
0: opinion. The missing time, the changing stories, the lying. Yeah, because... As
1: far as I know, Lizzie kept to one story. She did. Right? Her story didn't change. And we don't know where she was in the house. She might not have even been, like, inside the house. She could have been on, like, the back porch and not heard anything. She could have been just outside real Mm -hmm. quick, and that's when the murders happened, and she popped back, and she could have been in the basement. I mean, I digress, because, like, we don't actually know. Yeah. But... Like it's just, and also, as far as I know, this house is fairly large, so it is quite possible that she heard like thumping and was like, eh, it's "Someone's just chopping something. Somebody's chopping wood." It's an old house. I'm hearing yeah. the neighbors not inside the house. You know, it could it's be so many it, things. It could have been so many things that she just like didn't even think about and just disregarded. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, but like to have Morse change his story first of all but also have like his story be such a short timeline of him leaving the house doing stuff and then coming back and then also the fact that he's a butcher is odd
0: he yeah and he had a fight with andrew he had and a fight he, with andrew yeah he could have been caught having the affair with bridget by abby and that's what was the ticker Mm-hmm. He didn't want anyone to know,
1: yeah, I feel like I feel like it was him very strongly, yeah, um, but also that being said, I feel like it could have it could have really been any of them. We just don't have enough evidence, yeah, but i I strongly feel like it was more so him than any of the others,
0: yeah, so after the murders, um Bridget moved to Montana and got married, and she never returned to Fall River um morse moved to iowa and also never returned to fall river okay lizzie and emma inherited a significant portion of their father's estate and they purchased a home together not too far from the boarding house and she changed her name to lizbeth this is also why i think morse and bridget did it because they moved state and never came back Mm -hmm. if lizzie really did it
1: and why, she, stay.
0: why stay you're gonna move like a couple streets down and not yeah and it, wasn't, it wasn't it wasn't that life. far it wasn't that yeah. far it was only a couple streets down you're gonna move a couple streets down to where the murders happened and just live the rest of your life as if nothing happened that's why i don't think lizzie did it because if if you really did if she really did do it do you really think she's gonna live the rest of her life like not thinking about it anymore. Yeah, I she's think, gonna
1: walk past that house every day. I
0: think a part of her would still feel guilty about it to yeah. the day she died. Yeah. So for for Bridget and Morris to both pack their shit and leave and never come back, that's more suspicious to me.
1: Yeah, because I agree.
0: you're you're like that is done. I'm never coming back. I'm never looking at that again. Because, because if I do, then I'm just gonna break down and and confess because something you know
1: lizzie yeah lizzie would have had to see that house like for the rest of her life
0: she and i also... feel like
1: if she if she did it if she did murder them that would be such a hard thing to see because of the guilt i mean i'm assuming she's got guilt
0: yeah but and here's the thing she was still seen as guilty by a few of her neighbors so if you really are guilty and you want to get rid of you wanna step away from that ridicule, you would move state. Yeah. Like, why would you move down the street? If you were really guilty. Yeah. So um she was still seen as guilty by a couple of the neighbors, so her reputation kind of fell through the cracks there. Um and she um was solidified when she was accused of shoplifting in nineteen eighty seven. Um and that kind of was wait, 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 nineteen eighty seven? sorry 1897 (laughs) my dyslexia is kicking in um i was like i I was like i was doing the math in my head and i was was like wait a minute 18 what was it
1: 1803 to yeah
0: this is a long time to 19 that's um um,
1: geez i want what she was drinking (laughs)
0: like (laughs) yeah um, Vampire? she did live a very long time though. So in 1905, Emma moved out of the house, and the two sisters never spoke because I guess maybe there was a rift there. Maybe Emma did suspect that it was Lizzie, and and they they argued about that a little bit. Um, I feel like
1: that would be hard as a family member because you wouldn't know, right? You wouldn't it'd know. be very it'd be very hard. Especially since you weren't there. You don't know the truth of what happened. It's very hard, especially since there's so much unknown. hmm yeah. And I feel like that would cause, like, a rift.
0: Yeah. Um, and Lizzie died of ammonia in, on June 1st, 1927. Um, and Emma died days later in Newmarket, New Hampshire. Okay. So, the Lizzie Borden house is haunted. Yeah, um, so it is haunted by Abby and Andrew Borden. Um, apparently, if you leave money on the dresser, Andrew Borden will leave you alone for the night. Um, if you take the money, there's that's a whole other scenario right there. Um, footsteps can be heard, children's laughter and a ghostly face on the wall in the basement. Um, is also seen and lizzie also allegedly haunts the house
1: because does she haunt she does she haunt her other house as well i think so that's kind of cool she can like bounce back and forth she can go visit her parents and then when she's wants alone time she can go have some alone time
0: yeah I mean, we, we talked about this during we talked about this spirits. during the Castleoma during the Castleoma episode. Is like, what what keeps you? If you're a ghost, you could just go wherever you want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like
1: like in the Castleoma episode, we we're like, maybe they go up and visit the family and have like, you know, a chat, and they go back to the tunnels. Maybe yeah. Lizzie goes to chat with her parents because like you know they're there and she can talk to them if she wants, and then just bounces back to her house. I don't know if there's any other ghosts in her house. Maybe there is. Um, bounces back there when she, you know, doesn't want to talk to them
0: anymore. Yeah, who knows. So that is the end of this episode. Um, so they, they just, just
1: haunt. They just they haunt. They don't have. They don't have something specific that they do. Like I don't know.
0: Well, Andrew Borden with the money. Stick their fingers in, in your ears. ears. Listen, if a ghost stuck a finger in my ear, it's that <laughs> I, I'd, I'd leave. That's it. I'm gone. That's it. We're done. Not gonna lie. I don't
1: think I would notice. I feel like I would just be like,
0: oh, my hair
1: is in my ear.
0: <laughs> you know? Oh, my ear.
1: God. I'd be like, oh, my hair. Goodness. <laughs> like, you um... know, whenever you get, like, a piece of hair, like, poking your ear, and you're like, oh, get out of there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I probably think it was just hair, but, I mean, so, like, none of the other ghosts, like, do anything. No. Morse doesn't. Morse doesn't haunt them.
0: No, Morse is not
1: there. Goodness. I had yep. questions for him.
0: Don't we ever? Yeah. <laughs> one day,
1: one day when we're elderly and bored, maybe we'll go visit and be like, hey, we want answers.
0: We would like answers, thank you. <laughs> um and that is it for this episode. Leave a comment below to who you think did it i'm curious yeah, I mean, to see what everyone thinks i'm curious to see what people's theories are maybe they'll be if we'll have enough theory of we haven't heard yeah yes if there's enough of them we'll do like a whole special episode on what listeners and viewers think because i think that's I mean, also really i know what we have happened yeah and maybe we missed something um important and you can throw that in the comments as well and and we will make sure that we rectify that could you imagine
1: the plot twist if it was, like, the doctor or
0: someone? Da, 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 da. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't think it was, but could you imagine? Yeah. If someone, like, in the comments was like, hey, actually, the doctor was found lying
0: four yeah. times
1: during this whole entire case. I mean, I who still knows? think it was Morse, but, I yeah. mean. Yeah, who knows? There's just who so knows? much unknown that there's so many theories that it could possibly
0: yeah. Be. Um, anyways, thank you for listening, thank you for watching, like, share, subscribe, um, and we will see you next time. Um, I am a little scared about next week's episode, not gonna lie. It's, I don't know
1: what next week's episode is.
0: Um, I will give you a hint. It. Okay. It is the inspiration behind a movie.
1: Is it The Exorcist?
0: I don't know. Or is it
1: Amityville Horror?
0: I don't know. I'm not. I'm not gonna say because there are quite a lot of stories that are based <laughs> that are in that. Is it The Conjuring? I don't know, Chantel. We'll find out next week. Oh no! I don't <laughs> want to wait that long. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, We might not do, you might not have to because we'll just record right after this. But uh, for those of you listening and watching, you'll have to wait till next week to get that episode. (laughs) Um, So, like, share, subscribe, follow us on social media at Silver Magic Studios. And thank you for listening and watching. Until next time, Toodles. Toodles.